Five o'clock in pirate country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In five, four, three, two, one. Lock it in, turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Hot day, feels like 96 in Greenville, 98 in K-Town. A scorcher out there. Absolutely horrendous. Comes to the humidity. Hey, we appreciate uh, Joe Dooley joining us yesterday. Also, uh, a lot of nice comments uh, and people that maybe didn't hear the show live but went back and listened uh, via 943thegame.com and, and maybe even other places where we download uh, the podcast of the Patrick Johnson show. Kind of some nice remembrances yesterday of Eddie Payne. Uh, so we uh, appreciate that. Hey, it's nice for you to uh, be with us. Lots to get into uh, here today. The legendary, it's not every day that you get to talk to a legend. But it's not every day that uh, you get a legend in the building. Well, I appreciate the kind words, Patrick. Ben Byram today. Hey, Ben. You're going with, uh, th- these shirts are a statement, I'm assuming. I'm telling you, it's summer. These are summer vibes Those are summer here. vibe shirts? I like it. I like it. But that's your, that's the look you're cultivating, right? That's what we're doing. Gotcha. How many of those would you say you have? I got maybe like ten plus. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I got like tired it. of wearing like polos. So Is like, that I right? Need, I need to wear something else. You know, when I was about your age, I, I thought the polo just didn't my look anymore. I'm gonna go with the button up. Now I love the snap button. You can find you a snap button shirt. Oh, oh okay. I love me a snap <laughs> button shirt now. It's hard to find snap button shirts as a man of girth. I think I've only had like one in my life. So I got some really cool ones that are short sleeve. I, I'll bust those out one day. I'm not going to be out sweating in 100 degree heat before I come in to do the show. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll roll those out for you one day. Uh, hey, it's great to, for you to be with us here. RV uh, is the legend I'm speaking of. The great Ronald Vincent will be in today. I don't know if we'll have a Marvan sighting today, but we might. But uh I know RV's going to come in. And I wanted to talk to our, you know, he won his seventh state title a couple of uh, weeks ago. He's the all-time wins leader. And I just, I want to talk to RV about, you know, not only the season, because it was obviously great and what they accomplished, but you don't do all that if you don't have uh, tradition and fabric of a program. And I just, I really wanted to kind of talk to him about establishing that and maintaining that. Because, you know, the Greenville Rose of... Uh, the 2000s when they won a couple in a row and all that is not the Greenville Rose of today, and it's certainly not the Greenville Rose of the 90s. And and he went 22 years between his first and second state. I'm just kind of, how do you keep that consistency and excellence? And I I, I think that'd be, and we're going to try to get a hold of uh, later in the week, uh, try to kind of do something similar with Larry Williford at Farm Bowl. But what I really want to talk to Larry about is, you know, I mean, you're, you're expected to win because you got five D1 guys on your roster. So how do you, you know, I'm just that, that, that whole conversation and, and sort of thing fascinates me. I'd also be interested to kind of get his take on where baseball is. You know, uh, I, I guess the uh, Rob Manfred today and uh, the Players Association guy, Tony Clark, held a press conference. Uh, your guy, by the way, last night won. I predicted it. The I home runs are you did. 
packed stadium last night, which that was cool to see. I don't see that for baseball nowadays. Well, Major League Baseball. Right. I'm still a little unhappy that they moved it out of Atlanta. They will be taking up tickets tonight, and if you do have a will call ticket, you will have to show your ID. Remember, they moved that out of Georgia because of that reason. (laughs) But the thing to me that uh, stood out last night was players aren't wearing masks, fans packed shoulder to shoulder, and rightfully so, I might add. But the kids that were snagging fly balls in the outfield, they had them wearing masks. Did you notice that? I did not notice that. Unreal. Unfreaking real. Um, with that said, uh, Carter Spivey plays for the Charlottesville Tom Sox. That's one of those, the Valley League up in uh, Virginia, one of those summer baseball leagues. The Tom Sox. The Tom Sox, yeah. Well, this note just came across. The Tom Sox were scheduled to play, I guess there's a team in Covington. I think that's in Virginia. But the Covington team has got COVID and contact tracing, so the Covington team in that Valley League has shut down their season for the entire year. And, you know, there's this new variant, and the people that aren't getting uh, aren't getting the shots or aren't getting vaccinated seem to be the ones that are, are getting COVID. And one thing I've not seen and I'd really be anxious to see is what are the ages? I'm, I'm assuming these are people that, have the health, the pre-existing health conditions, the health risks. But, I mean, it's something like 99.5, 99.7% of COVID cases and deaths or, or something along those lines now are people that chose not to get vaccinated. And, uh, but it's interesting, you know, that's, that Valley League is canceled. You just wonder, you know, going through locker rooms and tight spaces again, could that very well be uh, what we're facing the rest of the summer and into the fall. God, I hope not. But, I mean, it's, that's something that is very much a possibility. Um, anyway, Rob Manfred today held a press conference, kind of something he does around All-Star Weekend. A lot of these commissioners do that. A couple of things that stand out as noteworthy today. Talking about getting rid of the seven-inning game for the doubleheader and getting rid of the runner on second base to start extra innings. Also talked about banning the shift. If you could pick, you're a baseball guy, if you could pick two out of those three, what would you, or one out of those three? Get rid of? Yeah. I don't like the runner on second and extra innings. I don't either. I, I really, The seven inning thing doesn't bother me. I, I don't like it, but it doesn't bother me as much. Yeah. I just I don't like that extra innings start with a runner on second. Not only that, my Mets have got in the shortened season got screwed over a few times because of that rule. So. Well, they did that last year because of the COVID. They, this year, it's a COVID rule. Yeah, it may be, and it probably will be collectively bargained. But I just I, the shift doesn't bother me so much. I mean, it's a little wild at the major league level. It's yeah. a little wacky, but I mean, but that runner at second to start extra innings, kind of now. Should they look at if you get to the 17th inning? But, I mean, how how often does that occur? Not a lot. Right. <laughs> it's You know, and then there's this thought of, now it was from ESPN, the worldwide leader, and by God, they've said enough about baseball and they've baseball had some, players. Uh, 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 it's just, it's. They're marquee guys in a uh, little bit of trouble. Well. So, rotate 
Well, the, the Sunday games in MLB, seven-inning games. I think this is Carl Ravitch who proposed this. Except, of course, for the ESPN Sunday night game. <laughs> we, we can't have that just be seven innings. We have to sell our commercial inventory here on this network. That's a nine-inning game, and we just rotated among the teams during the course of the season. So that might keep you from seeing the Red Sox and Yanks socks every time they play or, you know, having to watch the uh, White Sox or whoever play every time they play. Who are the NL darlings? I guess your Mets are one of the NL darlings that always wind up on Sunday nights. Washington will usually wind up, maybe Atlanta. I feel like the Braves, yeah. Yeah. They try to pick, I guess, the teams that are good, and they leave some flex dates in there. But, I mean, basically, uh, that's the ESPN deal. You know, let's have Sunday night baseball, but let's play, make sure that's the nine-inning game. We'll rotate it among the teams. But everybody else will play seven. That was the Carl Ravitch uh, solution to this. You know, I'm, I'll say this about a doubleheader, and by God, you uh, had your share of them this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had a rough stretch there for a while. A long to play 18 innings, committed 18 innings of baseball is a long, yes, long slog. It is a long slog. And I just, you know, the whole thing is pitching, but don't have guys that pitch anymore. I mean, think back to the great Johnny Bench, who I guess is going to be here in Eastern Carolina sometime next month again, raising money for wounded warriors. How many times did Johnny Bench catch the All-Star game all nine innings? Now, I understand it meant something back in the days of your guys didn't skip teams or pick a new team like they change underwear, and there's a little more league loyalty. You had presidents of the leagues for crying out loud, not an overall commissioner. Uh, and that was a big deal. I mean, that was – they were playing for nothing but pride, but it was the only time you would see those guys. And I always liked – I always have liked interleague play. I thought it was a cool concept, and I'm glad that they have – adopted it and I don't mind it so much that they still continue to do that. I think it makes the game regionally and among, you know, rivalry wise a little more interesting. But that was a that was a huge, huge, huge deal. So I just think back to when guys would pitch and they pitch they pitch games. They pitch several innings in a game. And that guys weren't so specialized. It's a different game now, I get that, but you know, that that to me is the cry for seven innings more than anything. I mean, you could have a seven-inning game last three and a half hours. And if you're going to do that in the regular season, obviously I guess you go with and This was just Ravage saying this, not really elaborating on it. I guess obviously you, you play nine innings when you get to the postseason. That to me is where baseball has got to figure things out. And I understand that they're – want to sell, they have to sell, the rights holders do, advertising. I get all that. We're in that business. I get all that. But there's got to be a way to have postseason baseball not end at 1 in the morning, especially the World Series. There's got to be a way to figure that out. I always tell myself, like, I'll watch baseball come October or somewhere around there. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And then, But but then I see the, the start times and how late the games go, and it's just like, I'm missing a lot of playoff games that I normally would have well, watched. Even if you're, you know, even if you're committed, yeah, and want to watch it, and your favorite team's playing in it, that's a that's just, tough. Yeah. That's a, I mean, it's the seventh inning and it's eleven thirty at night, and the game's already. It's just that's a tough deal. That's been their big 
kind of hot button issue for the past few years now is trying to figure out how to speed up the game, and that's when we get these rules that really are just not great, like the the runner on second, and right. the extra innings, and right. stuff like that. I mean, it just makes it, you know, does it does it cheapen ambassador? That'd be one thing I'll ask Harvey. It'd be interesting to get RV's take on it. I mean, he's been around, obviously, so we'll uh, we'll get him on that in a few minutes. Uh, in fact, I think he's here, so we'll probably go ahead and get him in the studio, get him set up. A couple of segments with RV today. A uh, couple of other things uh, we didn't get into, but we'll get into later on. Um, well, congratulations also to Thomas Francisco, selected by the Cardinals uh, today. And uh, his high school is a place where I guess they've just had a great tradition uh, Abingdon High School, where Francisco went to high school before he came to ECU. This is the sixth player from that high school they've had drafted into the MLB. Think about that. for That's a pretty good number, I think. Am I wrong? That seems like a really good number. No, that's pretty good. That's a really good number. Uh, so congratulations to Thomas Francisco, the first player uh, from his high school since 1990 to go and be drafted. Third Pirate, obviously, to be drafted. Uh, 18 homers, 81 RBI over the course of his career at ECU. Slash line of 348, 434, and 532. I think Francisco could stick. We'll see. We'll see. Great organization. Obviously, that's where Burleson is right now, and he's sending his way up the ranks and just raking right now. So knocking knocking everything out of the park, out of sight. Uh, So, yeah. Francisco should have been first team. I'm still not going to let that go. You're right. He should have been. He should have been. And now he has a chance to yeah. you know, play the game he loves for a living. That's great. All right, so congratulations to him. Ben will have more updates on things. I want to get into the UC, uh, UFC thing. The SB rating is also way, way down. I'll r- Remind me to run through those. In fact, I'm going to write myself a note. I want to run through those numbers for you. All right. None uh, of it's real. Well, none of it's real. It's all fake. Well, I mean, it's also the, the whole political thing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's it's fake. Nothing. None of it's real. The people that earn those rewards don't deserve them. Well, it's not even to make a social or political statement. Yeah, that's all it is. That's all it is. And the ratings reflect that. So uh, we'll get into that. I also uh, want to do talks of combat sports because that's Ben's passion. So uh, a lot of news out of that we didn't get a chance to get to. RV joins us. We'll talk to him in just a minute. And uh, we will uh, continue on here on this Patrick Johnson show. We'd appreciate it if anyone hearing this broadcast would communicate with us. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. We are very anxious to know how far the broadcast is reaching. 94.3 The Game. And 94.3thegame.com. Pirates, Panthers, the P-Man. Oh, my. More of the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game right now. Uh, we've had phone conversations with this guy a lot here recently, but uh, it's great to have him in the studio. The legendary RV. I, I just noticed your shirt. I love that. 2021 NCHSAA 3A Baseball State Champs. Mar- oh, my God. Marvin's got one, too. Marvin Jarman is here. All right, let's go ahead and get the Marvin portion of the... Uh... <laughs> Marvin, come over here real quick. All right, I hope we got him here. Marvin, how are you? Oh, hang on. All right, there we go. 
Oh, no, no, no. Here we go. Go ahead. Talk now. Oh. We might have messed it up, our, our, our V. We might have messed it up. Marvin, Marvin, Marvin's messed it up before we even sat down. I know. Marvin, what did you do to the microphone? <laughs> he said he was doing fine. Though. He was doing fine. It's good to see you. How excited are you about the state championship? Really good? Oh, yeah, great. Okay. All right. <laughs> is, is this the most excited he got, or was he kind of fired up? He, he was really fired up. Uh, is you know, as the uh, series went and everything, you know, the uh, tournament we got, he really got uptight. And then when the game, <laughs> game was when the game was over, finally the last game he. His blood pressure probably went down 25 or 30 points, right. you know, because he was really pumped up this year. Yeah, yeah. As we all were. Well, you told me, uh, really, you guys had a, a week where you lost a couple games. Right. We lost three in a row. And then after that point, you had to play every game. Every game. Like, because if you'd lost another one, you weren't going to yeah. the postseason, right? Yeah, and we had talked to him, and, and Coach Medlin warned him out about all we got to do is get in the playoffs. Right. So we can't have – we can't – can't have a stumble. We can't. We got to get into playoffs. Right. And uh, uh, every game, you know, the next uh, six conference games, every one of them was. <laughs> you yeah. Got to, got to play good. You got to win. And then, you know, against South Central that night, first of June, because everything happened in June. Right. Yeah. Uh, it was one to nothing us, and they had runs on first and second with no outs in the seventh inning, and a uh, guy popped up a bunt, and Cole Watkins made a heck of a play and turned it into a double play, and. Uh, after that, it was just like everything kind of started clicking for yeah. us, and we started playing good. You had to win on the road in the playoffs, right? Yeah, we seven straight – counting, counting uh, the last game of the season, seven straight road games. Right, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then you go to Conley for the right, right to play. That game, you could argue, yep. is more pressure yeah. than the championships. Oh, yeah, 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 because not only that, you have to get to the championships. Right. The Eastern Finals – and then playing Conley, you know, when Rose plays Conley in a big game, is it's just a lot of fun. There were uh, how many people? Did they say ended up with like eighteen hundred, two thousand people. At least, up, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was. Was he uptight during? He had to be. Oh, yeah. had to be. You were oh, more yeah. uptight at that one, weren't you? Yeah, and yeah, because he, he knows, he knows, he knows virtually <laughs> well, every. Beat him twice on their home field. Had to, uh, yeah. Beat him twice on the home field there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what Marvin said, and and see, he knows everybody there, uh, both sides. No, it's more like everybody there knows him. That's right, you know, and uh, he, uh, so he was uptight. He yeah. was because hum, hum, hum. He, yeah. he'd have heard about it all the summer. That's right. Now you get to dish it out. How do you feel about that? Marvin's not going to dish it out. He just, Marvin's he just smiled. <laughs> he, he, he just said, "Yeah," but he didn't right. say it. He said, "Yeah," but he didn't say it. <laughs> yeah. But I, I was. I'm not going to lie to you. When I saw you shut him out, yeah, I thought, "Wow." Yeah, 23 batters. That's a heck of a performance. 23 batters yeah. Yeah, in seven innings and. In, uh, uh, Tyler Bonds was uh, lights out. You know, he uh, kept the ball in the strike zone. He threw every pitch for a strike, and uh, uh, it was uh, very impressive. Very impressive. We I don't want to get in the business of hammering the association because the association had a rough year. They had, yeah, they, did, yeah. they had a lot of stuff that they had to deal with. That there's no playbook. You don't go yeah, to the the, to the handbook. Exactly right. and, and, yeah, and I think their intent of what they did with because softball played at high schools, the basketball played the championship games at high schools. Right. And as things loosened up, I think they were trying to be nimble enough. Because, mm. as you know, the, the cool thing about going to the state championship, not only is it the state championship, but in baseball you get to play in college stadiums, uh, minor league ballparks. Yeah, it's really nice. And that's a fun – That's something, whether, win or lose, 
Great environment. You'll never forget that as never long as you live. It. Yeah, going to state or going to Mudcats or going right. wherever you go is a lot of fun. Yeah. So I think they're, they were earnest in the idea of we want to try to at least provide a bigger environment mm-hmm. than just a high school. And so they picked Fayetteville, which has been a thorn in Greensville's side as far as uh, yeah. taking regional basketball and, and hosting mm-hmm. events and that kind of thing. And then they put one in Burlington, which – was at the ballpark there that has had a minor league team for decades. Mm-hmm. So that they were on top of it. That was kind of like a mini Granger Stadium. They went to Riddle Stadium, and I thought Riddle and then Riddle Stadium in, in the day was kind of nice, a really yeah, nice really, stadium, really nice setup. But it, it's not as uh, it just hasn't been utilized. You know, they built a beautiful brand new park downtown in Fayetteville for yeah. the minor league team. Yeah. So Riddle Stadium's kind of fallen to where it's used. I know for the JUCO team, the community college team mm-hmm. down there, and some, but it just. You got a lot of rain, and and yeah, then and, and, that and, just and threw the, things off. And and the field, the field itself, was not very well prepared. Right. Uh, you know the uh, and this is not the high school fault. I don't know whose fault it was, but the field was not in good shape, and, and it could not take much water. Yeah. And then then when it started raining at like three o'clock Friday afternoon, it rained not hard, but for three hours, and it, finally about six o'clock, we had to make a decision, and it was just too wet. Yeah. And then we came back the so next day. Did you all come back to Greenville? Yes. Oh yes. God. Y- yes. Yes. We we, we uh, Marvin uh, perked up on that one. I might. Yeah, have. we did come back to Greenville. We did come back. So you guys come. You guys get back about what? Uh, that Ten night, o'clock that night. No, the first night it was it was probably around eight because we took batting practice. We went in the facility and took batting oh, okay. practice before we went home because we hadn't done anything. All right. Day. Gotcha. And uh, then we go back the next day, and it, it rains a little bit during our game, and it. It's, but you get it, your game in at, at, then, at Riddle Stadium at eleven that morning. And then Perquimans and Surrey were playing, and it. it now that was legit. You wouldn't have played anywhere. Right. Right. That was. I mean, it would just rained and rained and rained, and it. They weren't well prepared to take care of it in the rain. Right. And yeah. uh, uh, so so when uh, that happened, and they called a coach from Terry Sanford, and when we went to Terry Sanford on Sunday, that field was. Awesome. It, it was, was hot. Hot. It was hot. Yep. But, but you was, guys ended up uh, beating a very good co- – and look, three Pitt County state championships. How about that? I, did we, and, Marvin and I talked about that. Yeah. And yeah. then you beat Cox Mill to, to Pitt County schools in two of them. Oh, because okay, that's right. uh, Conley Volleyball beat Cox Mill. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, you guys beat Cox yeah. Mill in baseball. And, and that, that's, I, I didn't realize it. Yeah. Conley, but it was uh, – uh, they were a very good team, and we played well. Yeah, we played well. Both games. got great pitching, and uh, we played uh, good. We, from from uh, playoffs on, we really played good. We really played good. So, this is seven state titles. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. is it fair to say? I don't know if this one was unexpected, but I mean, did you? Because I mean, you guys had to overcome some adversity a little bit, right? And, and looking, and I, and look, and I would say it's more competitive landscape than. Probably yeah. at any time. Yeah, and, and looking into it, during the, you know, that was so, I was so frustrated because looking into the season, we thought we were going to be pretty good. Right. I remember you, you know, telling me that. Yeah, yeah, we thought we were going to be pretty good. We thought we were going to be able to hit the ball. We did play defense all year, and, and we thought we were going to get pretty good pitching, which we did all year. But uh, uh, we got we got in, in, in a little bit of a funk there for about for about 10 days, and we just did not play good. Yeah. It wasn't we were – was like, that around the time of graduation, though, or uh, was right it? before graduation? Yeah, you think they might have had something to do with it? Could have with the seniors. You know, it, it, it was hot, warm. It was hot. Yeah, and they're not used to playing in hot because usually baseball is over before it gets hot. Yeah, and uh, uh, that could have been part of it. But we were just 
kind of going through the motion. So we had to redirect yeah. uh, some uh, attitudes. And, and, we, and we talked about it in, in – uh, uh, and, and you know when the guys just started pulling for each other and, and, and the guys came together and it was and it's on the players they did it yeah and, and the coaches can guide them but players did it they came together and started playing and and what eventually happened we were getting the pitching in the in the defense all year but but by the time we got to the first of June everybody in the batting order was hitting yeah hitting good you know uh, getting a couple here hits there two or three there and and that's tough on high school yeah pitcher to get nine batters out yeah. because usually everybody you know after four or five it goes down but our crowd didn't yeah. after four or five we just kept right on hitting um i got a, many many things to ask you about i want to get marvin's mic rigged up so we're going to do that in the break here so ben's about to do his update uh i know marvin doesn't pay for any meals anyway he <laughs> walks in and it's already on in the house as soon right. as he walks in wherever i know that but have you been have you been able to pay uh, no for no meals uh, no lunch uh, well there's been been a couple times okay good a couple times good but, uh, all right yeah uh, that's that's one I guess one of the perks so, yeah but you know so really nice people that really care about it and they were yeah and pleased about yeah, it. a lot of people were fired up about this yeah it really I got were. a lot I, I got a lot of messages I can only imagine you got a lot of messages. oh yeah so yeah a lot of people were excited about it. And, and if the darn thing had been played. Like it was at one point. I think you'd have had a huge crowd Saturday, uh, yeah. wherever it had been played. I think yeah, we, you'd, you know if things had been. We had, we had good. We had, actually had a good crowd yeah. everywhere yeah. we went. Yeah, and the Conley game was, and which would guess is fifty fifty anyhow. But right. uh, we we carried we carried a good crowd and uh, uh, that uh, that really helps. Yeah, really helps. Seven state titles for uh, Rose baseball, uh, and uh, RV has uh, been at the helm of all of them. We're going to talk to him more about that. And uh, we're going to hear from uh, the Marvan here in a little bit. And uh, right now we're going to hear from Ben Byram. He's got an update on everything going on. More with RV here at studio. When we uh, come back, here's Ben. Thanks, Patrick. Ben Byron here. If you're at 94 through the game sports update, big news out of Major League Baseball as Pirates sophomore Thomas Francisco was selected in the 19th round, 571st overall to the St. Louis Cardinals, become the third Pirate player to be taken in the draft. The MLB All-Star game kicks off tonight at 8 Eastern at Coors Field. Shohei Otani is expected to start on the mound and be the leadoff hitter for the American League, while Chicago White Sox aces... Chicago White Sox ace Carlos Rodon is expected to start for the National League. Notable inactives in tonight's game include, but not limited to, Mike Trout, Jose Altuve, Garrett Cole, Ronald Acuna Jr., Buster Posey, Mookie Betts, and Jacob DeGrom. Meanwhile, Mets first baseman Pete Alonso repeated his home run derby champion last night after recording 74 total home runs and defeating Orioles first baseman Trey Mancini in the final round to claim the million-dollar prize. From the NBA, Team USA falls to 0-2 after suffering a 91-83 loss to Australia last night in the Olympic exhibitions. And from the NHL, former Vezina winner and Predators goalie Pekka Rene is retired after 15 seasons in the NHL at the age of 38. The Minnesota Wild have decided to buy out the contracts of longtime stars Ryan Suter and Zach Parisi, making them free agents. That's going to do it for your 94th Game Sports Update. I'm Ben Barham. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. I can't wait. On your flagship home of pirate football, 94.3 The Game and 94.3thegame.com. Greenville's top sports show is back. Well, isn't that special? The Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. All right. Marvin, come over here. Marvin Jarman. 
RVs here. We'll get the RV here in a second. Marvin, uh, t- how excited were you? Were you more excited to beat Conley or win the state title? Which one? No, both of them. You knew how. Have you paid for a meal this uh, since winning the championship? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Now he's lying. Now we're gonna take the thing. All right. Uh, but congratulate because you've been there for all seven of the state titles too, right? Yep. That's true. Okay. Good to see. Usually, if you interview Marvin, you ask he'll shake his head. So this is good. We got That's Marvin. About, that's about as verbal yeah. as he's gonna be. My guy, Marvin Jarman, great legend. Yeah. Great to see him. Uh, Ronald Vincent here with us uh, as well. Um, I'm gonna. I hate to ask you. That. I'm gonna oh. put you on the spot. How much longer? Hey, I, I really don't know. I can't believe I'm still doing it. I promise you, there's not a ten-year plan. <laughs> there's not a ten-year plan for. But uh, because I, you, I mean, there, there's a, and I'm not. Who knows what will happen? But yeah, you know, Clay Medlin would be yeah. a great. Oh yes, yeah. And he's 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 a true rampant. Yeah. AD, and I think he's just done a marvelous job. Yeah. It's a little different now than being the AD coaching. So who yeah. knows? But yeah, and that's that's part of it. But he's also got young kids, and that's part of it too. Yeah. That's part of it. Gosh. So, but uh, I, I, I really don't know. Like I said, I can't believe I'm still doing it. But yeah, got a good group coming back next year. I'm getting excited to work with them. And okay, so we'll see how that works out. I thought it was uh, when we talked to you the day after you won that mm-hmm. Monday. Monday, yeah. You're out there doing a a, a, a <laughs> clinic, a camp. Yeah, for six to eight year olds at Elm That's Street. That's unbelievable. Park. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> could have said no. I'm. I, I, oh, well, no, you can't. Wow. You, you know, you told the people you're going to do it. You're supposed, and it's it's good release. It's good release. And with six to eight year olds, you really appreciate elementary school teachers. <laughs> How in the world they get them in yeah. their seats, I do not know. And uh, right, but but uh, no, you know, you just uh, it's all part of it, and it releases a lot of stress. I think the teenagers are a lot different. Maybe they are. I don't know. Do you think teenagers are different? Uh, basically, no. Okay, but it's everybody I ask that that's been that's been doing this say no the kids aren't any different. Yeah, the kids aren't any different. They 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 want the things to be right. They want to on time. Wow, be there every day. Yeah, you know, let's don't have a bunch of mess. Let's, but there are a lot more things they're exposed to. Right, and the way we treat them now, Patrick. I have to say, coaching in this COVID year was difficult. Yeah. These yeah, kids. I just I, if you win a state to kind of go out on the high note. I, I yeah. I'm not trying to talk you into anything. <laughs> yeah, uh, these, these kids are doing virtual school. That's it, tough. It, 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 it was hard to get them. It was hard to get them right. They they'd sleep to about one thirty, and then come out and oh. uh, then come out and try to practice. And you know it was crazy. So yeah, yeah. But uh, you did. It'd be an easy thing to do is just walk out and blaze <laughs> of glory. You know, but but uh, you still enjoy it. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 But I was going to ask, is it when when you you know you win that title, it's a little bit of a debacle down there how it was handled, whoever's yeah. fault. But you wind up winning, so all's well that ends well yeah. as far as that goes. But then you turn around and you're out there with kids. I mean, little kids, little kids <laughs> running. Crazy. That group hasn't changed in forty, fifty years. No, they're still six to eight year olds. Are still <laughs> the same. Still the same. And, and uh, you, you know, most of them are out there, and most of them. Most of them are rolling, and yeah. you, you got three or four of them. <laughs> Come on, now you need to stand over here, and it, it is, but it's it's uh, you know, it's it's kind of kind of nice to work with those guys. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, we were just talking about a little bit about Major League Baseball before we came in. I think that game has a lot of problems. Yeah. Um, 
But I mean, how do you? And we're in a little bit of a different environment here in Greenville. Baseball so important mm-hmm. on every level. Yeah. Um, but how do you feel about kind of the you know just the game of baseball right now? Well, you know, I, I worry about a lot of things in baseball. The game itself is still uh, a great game, as you know. I worry about travel ball and what this does to cities and recreation departments. You know, these kids just you know don't have any allegiance to the town anymore. It's all about. You know, the, just the name showcase. Right. It, the name showcase tells you it's about me. I'm showcasing my talents. Right. And, and, and uh, it's take, it's pretty difficult sometimes to, well, not it, sometimes every year to get these guys to become a team again, mm. and it, it, and that's a difficult part, especially this year when we didn't have any non-conference games to speak of. So, right. but the game of baseball, uh, in in in, it's it's still, you know, you had you have to do what you have to do, but. Uh, you, you, the kids really don't know baseball like they should, mm. and that's from playing travel ball. You know, and, and losing one of the big my big things losing doesn't affect them right as much as it should because you know they, they'll play travel ball and okay we two and two three and one had a good weekend when do we play next right yeah and so it, there's so many meaningless games right you know that uh, so all right you went four and zero this weekend who cares right. Except for you, ten guys, right? And, and, and if you go one and three next weekend, but I got to showcase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there was somebody yeah. there to look at me, and right, yeah, and uh, just by the nature of it. So, and in in America, and so what we're having is a whole lot less participation. Not here in Greenville, mm-hmm. a whole lot less no, participation. There are kids that will not play travel or, or whatever. It. Well, that, but they also won't play because that little league is so important here. Yeah, here, yeah, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and little league is important and. You do you do have some kids that do it, and, and you wonder what the parents are thinking. You know, he's playing for this team, this team, and this team. Right? Come on, man, what are you thinking? <laughs> do, you, do you not like your child? Yeah. And and uh, so so, but uh, in in you know smaller places that you know don't have this organization, it's a whole lot less participation. Yeah. A whole lot less participation. Do you do you not like uh, specialization? I would imagine. not at all. Yeah. Uh, you know, these kids need to play football. They need to play basketball, soccer. They need to do something else. Play more than just one sport, at least. Especially, golly, eight-year-olds. Yeah. Man, come on. They, 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 traveling, they have traveling eight-year-olds that travel three hours to face a pitching machine. You know, wow. a pitching machine, and you, come on, man. Yeah. Or get up at 8 o'clock, in, or 6 o'clock in the morning to go play. And uh, come on, man, what are you thinking? Yeah. 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 I think I'm fighting a losing battle. <laughs> well, I know I'm fighting yeah. a losing battle. But so. I mean, that's that. But these are, I mean, these are things. These yeah. Are things. Yeah. Um, I, I, we could ask, talk about Major League Baseball in, in a little bit. But so it was 13 years between state titles, right? But it was 22 between one and two, right? And but Rose still had this great tradition. So how do you? You know, main. How do you establish that culture and keep that culture going? That's what I really wanted to ask you about. And it, we try to keep it all the same. You mm-hmm. know, you do the same. You change it. You have to change every team with every team, of course. But you, you know, you do the same and, and you uh, treat people right. And uh, recreation department is such a big deal in Greenville. Mm-hmm. Remember, recreation and parks helps so much. You know, they bought into it and they help us. And you know, we had that period of time there. We had some great teams. Yeah. And did not win. We had Roger Williams and Gordon Douglas were undefeated and, yeah. and lost uh, and then in the Eastern Finals. And then we had those guys with Timmy Moore and Jamie Brewington and all those guys. We were really, really, really good. And uh, Axel and David Daniels and Tom Moy. And, and then, then we had a series of really good teams that got beat by 
New Hanover. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, yeah. So every year our guys come out, and one of the things we, we you know, every year we're thinking about it, we're going to the playoffs. Yeah. And get into playoffs and see what happens. See what happens. Yep. Um, there's years you know, though, we're, we've got a real shot. We're the yep. really real. And there's years that, like you say, everything's got to break right. Everything's got to break right. So, you know, of the seven, what was the one that was the biggest, I don't want to say biggest shot, but where's the one that, you know, kind of things did have to kind of go right? This was year, it this year? This year, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, and what happened was, like I keep saying, our pitching and defense stayed so solid, and then our hitting started to come along. Right. And then by the end of the year, by the end of the playoffs, end of the playoffs, we, we were, uh, I mean, we were really good, Patrick, at yeah. the end of the year. Yeah. Really good. It's almost like if you kept on playing. I mean, who you know? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. And you got a lot of kids back, don't you? A yeah, we have. A, yeah, we have a, a good. It's a real yeah. good crop. We, we'll be uh, we'll be solid again going into next year. And Conley's got seventeen juniors coming yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. I, well, yeah. So we'll see these two playing again. I'm sure. Yeah. Right. I yep. mean, that's that's really something. Um, does that? They've gotten really good in the last. 20 years. Oh, yeah. And Jason Mills has done a fabulous right. fabulous job there. Has that in turn – I mean, has is, is that been good for your program in, oh, in yeah. the respect that it oh, yeah. That, yeah. that you have that kind of yeah. championship caliber team right up the road? And, and Yeah, because all these kids play Little League together. Yeah. Or not all of them. Most of them play Little League or they play on this team, this all-star right. team together, and they're real good friends, you know, Yeah. except for right. two and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah, they're real good friends, and, and uh, they play uh, – uh, uh, it, it's good. It's good. Yeah. And, you know, it helps. Uh, so many of them come out of Greenville Little League. So many of them in the county come out of Greenville Little League, and mm-hmm. that just helps. Pitt County baseball is very solid. I mean, even yeah, like even in Winterville Little League yeah, had a very nice little very, program. Yeah, very yeah. Pitt County baseball, yeah. very solid. Yeah. So uh, when we we had uh, the, the the deal with the uh, the book, oh gosh, I've forgotten uh, Whitfield. Yeah, Coach Whitfield in the in the book, mm. but I mean, you know, when you start looking at guys, that, I mean, there's him, there's you, and there's Fulgham, as far as I'm concerned. There's, yeah, Doyle yeah. Whitfield, you're real good. Yeah, and then there's the guy out at Cherryville that won a lot of Legion yeah, time. Hank, I mean, Hank Jones. Yeah, so that's, that, those are the top five guys, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to be con- I'd like to be considered part of it, but yeah, Coach Whitfield and Doyle Whitfield and Rabbit Fulgham, man, they they are solid. Yeah, that's They're pretty really good. good isn't yeah. It? Who was the guy at New Hanover all those years that you? Went Buck Hardy was there for a long yeah, time, and then yeah, Brewster, yeah. Brewster right? was the guy yeah. that, that had all those teams that were so good. Yeah, best teams we've ever played against. Yeah, so uh, we had the uh, Cowboy Joe established. You, do you have a good Joe West story for us? Uh, yeah, no, I, I, there's a lot of them. I'm not sure, <laughs> but we're going up to uh, Marvin and Andy Phillips and myself and Claire going up to see uh, the Phillies and the Mets first of August and hang out with Joe for a weekend. Okay. Yeah, I talked to him, and he his thing on that, uh, he had a really nice thing on his uh, record-breaking game. And uh, uh, he had a lot of heavy hitters there that night. So, uh, Like in the world of entertainment that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the story Oak, I got— Oak Ridge Boys, yeah. Yeah, the story I got, uh, I've had different people tell me, is um, he just kind of got into it. In a summer, he needed like a summer job or yeah, something to do. Yeah, he he started uh, he started umpiring Babe Ruth mostly in little league, yeah. and, and when he was at seventeen or eighteen, and he went to a tryout camp uh, in Green Central with the Reds, and okay. a guy named Jameson was there. And Joe 
being Joe, and we all know how Joe is. <laughs> After the camp, he he went over and talked to the guy and said, "Listen, should I go into umpiring or catching?" He said, "You need to umpire, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> so from that day on, and from that day on, he he umpired and yeah. uh, got got good guidance. And you know, he's twenty four years old when he gets the majors to start with. Yeah. And, uh, then pretty he, amazing. Yeah, it is. It really yeah, is pretty he had, amazing. He had the story he told me that you were like Patrick. He uh, every year Major League Baseball gets all these guys that are rookies who probably going to be in the major leagues this year, and they talked to him about how to handle themselves. And one of the things he talked about umpires. Mm-hmm. And the guy asked him, said, "How many of you people were born before 1976?" Right. And of course, none of the players are. Right. Well, Joe West has been umpiring since 1976, so don't give him any crap. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to listen to it. He's been umpiring longer than your daddy. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Uh, we got uh, Ronald Vincent with us here. Let me let me ask you this. So, with Major League Baseball, they talked today about getting rid of the doublehead, the seven-inning doublehead. Yeah. Get rid of the runner on second, start extra innings. I don't like that one. I don't like that one. And banning the shift. Well, of those three, which one should they? Should they I, I say to starting the runner on second base. You know, get rid of that. Get rid of that. The, the shift has been going on all our lives. <laughs> right. How many times? Hey, look, this guy pulls it all the time. Right. You need to move over. This guy. Don't don't. Well, you're positioning. I mean, even even even, even back in our days, right. we we're positioning, but right. not like it is now. Right. Yeah. Of course, but we used to do it. We always did it. Yeah. He's going to hit it over here. Let's slide over and. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You like you don't mind the seven inning games though. Uh, you know, if if I was in college or whatever, I would not. The pros play so many games. Yeah, that's that, true. That, that those uh, eight innings, like you, I heard you say, God knows if you have to sit through a double hitter. That's that's eight <laughs> that's hours. Our guy, our guy over there, Ben, sat through a bunch of them this fall or that's this a, spring. That's seven or eight hours. I have even more than that sometimes. If it, college baseball, yeah. it is because yeah. college games last forever. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. Be nice to see figure out a way to shorten those up too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, is it a pace of play? It seems to be participation. Everybody mm-hmm. still plays baseball when yeah. they're younger. Yeah, but it, people it, maybe aren't watching it as much. They're watching the majors. Yeah, and it, a, lot, a lot of that is you know pace of play. You're yeah. right, and and you know, uh, and we leave the important thing out is the commercials between innings. Yeah, take so long, and uh, uh, you go to a little league game, and there they can be slow too, but. You know, the pitcher throws five pitches and we play. Yeah. Between innings, yeah. you go to the major league game and it's two minutes. Forever. Yeah. Um, and then we've got the softball World Series coming. Yeah, next that's month. good. That's, that's going to be good. fun, isn't it? Oh yeah, that's going to be awesome. I can't. I really am looking forward to it. I think it's yeah. going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. They, uh, July nineteenth, they're tearing up the infield. Oh, is that right? They're taking all the grass up, taking okay. everything up, and uh, starting to put the clay in, so it'll be ready. And they're going to do that each other. They'll convert it back over. Yeah, after so the, after yeah. the last game, they bring the sod back That's in. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, if anybody is It'll meticulously happen. watching it, it's our guy Brian Weingart. Brian Weingart's going to make it happen. He's all over it. He's, yeah, all over it. he's getting uptight now. He's, he's, a month, <laughs> he's a month out. And he's he's getting, getting uptight now? He's, yeah. He's always yeah. uptight. Yeah. Uh, no, we love Brian. We love Brian. Yeah. It's great to see you. Thank you. What are you doing the rest of the summer here? Well, we've got a little bit of Babe Ruth left. We've got the state tournament okay. this weekend, and we've got the Southeast Regionals in a couple weeks. And, okay. Uh, and then, uh, like I said, we'll go to uh, Philadelphia for a weekend. And, yeah. And then we'll we'll see. He's going. He's going. He's going. Randy Phillips told me some uh, just some off the wall things about you guys traveling. I'm not going to mention yeah, them. Yeah, please here. don't. I'm yeah. not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and most of them was because of Randy. So don't don't you know. Well, that's part of the the issue there too. <laughs> All right. Well, it's great to see you. 
Good to see you, and I uh, hope you have a good summer. Well, get a little, little R&R here before football yeah, cranks back football up. Cranks Gosh, that's up. right around the corner. Oh, yeah, football. Yeah. Yep. Won't be long. I see they resotted the stadium, football stadium. Yeah, sure did. In East Carolina. Yeah. I see they're doing that. Yeah. Yep. All right, the Hall of Famer, Ronald Vincent. Great to see you. Good to talk to you, Patrick. Marvin, good to see you. And Take he care. stayed away for most of it. Stayed away from I, – I hope Marvin was not our test market because uh, <laughs> he nodded off a couple times over there. All right, uh, we'll come back, wrap things up here. Ben and I will after this timeout. Thanks for being with us here on the PJ Show. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. What? You want more? All right. On your flagship home of Pirate Basketball. 94.3 The Game at 94.3thegame.com. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. Great to have uh, RV and uh, Marvin in with us. A couple of uh, legends leaving the building. Marvin, Marvin, Marvin has left the building. We'll see. (laughs) Always great to see Marvin. Always great to see RV. Uh, And uh, I didn't ask him this, but I assume he'll be back Friday night. Spin, that'll be fun, won't it? Marvin, I think Marvin liked taking a nap in here. I didn't want to leave. He was eyeing that couch. He didn't want to leave, yeah. Uh, We didn't get a chance to talk yesterday about uh, UFC, which did 1.8 million buys, half a million foreign pay-per-view. So ESPN Plus did 1.3 million buys. I think that's a great deal for UFC. That was pretty smart. One thing about Dana White is he's a, a tremendous marketer and has always kind of been ahead from a business standpoint of, you know, the down periods and been able to weather them and, and move on to the next thing. Well, he was having full capacity crowds before anybody during this whole COVID yeah, thing with no issues. Fight Island, baby. But uh, what'd you, what'd you, I mean, have we seen the point here? There was this three losses in the last four fights now for McGregor. Has that, has that drawing power lost its appeal at all, maybe? I don't think he's lost any. I think the drawing power, had, he's lost a little bit of it, but I still think he's a major draw. He's not going to be that elite fighter, elite fighter he once was. We'll never see that again. Right. But uh, in terms of the injury and the nature of the injury, it's something we've seen guys come back from before, like Anderson Silva. He's a name. He's one of the GOATs, and he had a similar injury and came back from it and I believe became champ. I guess so. it was a clean break, yeah. too. That was the thing. Yeah. It was gnarly, but it was a clean. It's kind of like that Hampton kid that played football for Cleveland High that committed to uh, – Carolina last yep. week. He broke his leg, and it was a clean break, thankfully. Uh, you know, so it wasn't one of those things where there's a lot of damages, uh, damage. Uh, and then there was some shade thrown today by Mayweather on. Yeah, of course. I guess they're trying to build up another fight, uh, but I don't think anybody would pay for that. You don't think anybody's going to pay for that? <laughs> no. So here's a look at the uh, ratings for the ESPY Awards on ESPN since they went woke. Can't be good. In 2015, 7.7 million people watched. And it was probably just on ESPN then. It aired Saturday night. And so six, seven years later, it aired Saturday night on ABC. And just over a million people watched it. On broadcast over-the-air television. Uh-huh. I mean, that... 
You're telling me UFC outdrew the ESPYs. Yeah. That was on cable television well, for free. Right. Yeah. Something that was on over-the-air TV for free. More people paid to watch the fight yeah. than watch the I was ESPYs. in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. I don't know where that came from, but okay, lady. Uh, if you say so. All right. Uh, thanks to RV and, <laughs> and Marvin. Uh, Brian Moldemar will talk about HV3 in the British Open. And uh, everything else going on. All-star game tonight. See you tomorrow.